0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Stay Busy with Armand Sather, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture. As you've seen, we've expanded to the entertainment business and the entertainment culture. I am your host, Armand Sather, vegan chorizo poppy, founder of BNB, and I have a very, very special bonus episode for you all. We got, what? Another WWE wrestler, but this is a first for us within the WWE, as we have a WWE Hall of Famer. Now, this woman... It's a woman, too. First woman from WWE. She is a seven time women's champion, hardcore champion, 2013 WWE Hall of Fame inductee. She was ranked number one on the top 50 greatest WWE female superstars of all time list. And she is a Guinness World Record holder for most WWE women's championships with seven reigns. None other than the pop culture icon, Trish Stratus. Now, we talked to Trish Stratus about Returning to the WWE in February, some of her first competing in her first ladder match, competing in a steel cage match, Um, how proud she is of the woman's evolution and looking back in hindsight, seeing that her, Lita, Molly Holly have contributed to what the women are doing now. Obviously the feud with Becky Lynch, which will culminate in a steel cage match at WWE Payback. We also talk about Cardi B, Lil' Kim. We talk about Canada. We talk about everything. Trish, one thing I love about Trish is that she is not um she's not light for words when it comes to really giving detail and giving full answers so i had a lot of fun with this interview and i hope that you all have fun listening um unfortunately you will not see her as she was driving to pick up her kids because You know, Trish does it all. She's a mom, does yoga, all that good stuff. So you won't be able to see our beautiful faces, but you will be able to hear a very fun and full conversation. So we're going to take a quick break. And then when we get back, you will hear from myself and the legendary, one of the greatest women of all time. She'll tell you she's the GOAT, Trish Stratus. Hope you guys enjoy. So first, how are you?
1: I'm good. Uh, I'm busy. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a busy six months. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> doing stuff on top of my, you know, on top of my usual life of uh, being a mom, running businesses, yada, yada, and, you know, that whole retired life. And then on top of that, traveling and being a WWE superstar. But I feel blessed and excited to be doing this at this point in my career. So here we are.
0: Here we are. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you're in a very unique situation. We see Hall of Famers and legends come back for one match or for a promo, and then they kind of step away, but you've been a constant presence on TV ever since coming back in February. How how does it feel to be doing this again after retiring, what, 16, 17 years ago?
1: Yeah, give or take. Exactly. When I say things like you know i'm doing a cage match in 2023 i'm like wow when i retired in 2006 and it's it's wild you know um and and, and we didn't think it'd be this long uh you know obviously it was supposed to it, it, it was going to be a little bit of a run i definitely want. i definitely wanted to not just come in and do a big, like a, a typical one-off and then be gone. You know what I mean? I thought, ah, let's do something a little different, add a little more to, you know, to the comeback, so to speak. Right. Um, this has gone on longer than I expected. Like in this particular feud is what I mean. That's gone on longer <laughs> than expected. Um, but, um, yeah, but, uh, I, I've, I've enjoyed it. Like I look, I keep, uh, I'm done. I've done stuff. That I would have never imagined if you know 2006, uh, Trish Stratus, you're like, Yeah, like one day you'll be in a ladder match, one day you'll be in a cage match. I'm like, What you're crazy, you know? Um, so to be able to come back, do these unique opportunities, which you know, I think like we look back, um, the foundation that Amy and I, you know, that and, and Molly Holly and Jazz and Victoria and, and Mickey, the stuff that we did was the intention was like, cause one day we can do everything like contribute fully. Like the guys do, you know what I mean? So now to be able to like, it's like feels full circle to be able to do some of the stuff that we were not able to do. I mean, I make a joke of it, but like, there was a, I think it was a money in the bank match. And there's this moment where we're kind of behind the announce table. And I'm like, I going to stand on this announce table right now because I had never, I hadn't even st- stood on an announce table before because we just weren't allowed to. The women <laughs> were like, no, no, that's for the guys. Leave that cool stuff for the guys, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, here I am. And it was like, Oh, it felt so good, you know? So to be able to do <laughs> stuff that we were not able to do or just dreamed of doing is amazing. Hitting stuff like, you know, wrestling in Saudi Arabia, uh, you know, just such cool stuff that I was like, I'm, I'm pinching myself that I'm getting this opportunity at this stage of my life and in my career.
0: Absolutely. And, um, you know, you've been on the outside looking in watching the women's evolution take place. You participated in the, in the evolution pay-per-view that they had in 2018. So to describe those feelings, just seeing people like, you know, Charlotte Flair become what she's become Bianca Belair becoming what she's become the first women's main event. Like, how how does that make you feel knowing you were so important in, as you said, building that foundation?
1: Well, I mean, certainly, It does take a bit of like, you know, hindsight and and, and like, you know, retrospective look at everything to realize that we were part of it because you just watch and go, yeah, you know, we're like, oh, shit, we, you know, we had a little something to do with that, which is really cool, you know, and uh, just even in 2018, being so out of it and getting the call and be like, I mean, I'm not going to say no to this. This is so cool, like, you know, to be able to go in there um, with the girls that until maybe around that year or within you know the girls were all rising at that point right from 20 let's say 17 and up and so then i'm hearing trish inspired me uh, watching the main event match made me think i could do this as a female and i was like shit like we didn't realize i mean you know at the time we had no idea you know we were right. just what well, we, we were just like let's not fail tonight (laughs) you know that was kind of all we were thinking about the time but um to know that like we did influence that generation then to be able to step into the ring with that generation was awesome right what an amazing and I got a chance to like uh, you know touch touch with uh the Bellas and with uh Natty and with like all these girls of course the Sasha Banks the famous infamous face-off that is still a fantasy match to this day you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. um you know, it it was really cool. Um, And it resonated with everyone. I think people thought that was a neat thing. And then, of course, you know, coming back for Charlotte, to me, that was a cool thing. Uh, You know, it it was that was more like a, it's the perfect setting. It's, it's, uh, it's Toronto, it's summer, I just felt like the right setting, you know, that was what that was. This one was a little different. I think, um, I guess it must have started with Becky and I, should, there was live events in canada and we, we we got into a twitter war and people were like oh and i think it was like the fantasy matchup that no one really talked about they didn't really go there and until they saw us interacting go, oh man this, this could be really good uh yeah. and then the ideas from there came to like oh, okay let's uh let's let's get to work let's see if we're gonna make this work um and it's been awesome like um you know and mixing up with a bailey and and then you know to me even wrestlemania right i always say it was like a multi-generational face-off right uh, then now and forever. And you had the then was, you know, Lita and I, and then the now is Becky and Bailey. And then the forever was uh, Io and Dakota. And so to be in there in that sort of unique uh, dynamic was awesome. And I look at the match now, like, what a unique dynamic. Like, it really takes you a minute. Like, you get caught up in the, like, holy smokes, this has been going on for this long. And is it a strong story? Is it, what was that? I don't know if that promo made sense. You know, you think of, like, the intricacies of getting to it. But the greater picture of what's happening uh, next Saturday is this generational face-off like where you really had you know when would you ever have this and i i, I dare say if i'm not to compare ourselves to other iconic greats but it's the tyson ali you know and mm-hmm. it's, it's lebron jordan right it's like you're never i don't know if like maybe hogan and rock was you know maybe equivalent but um you know i don't know i don't think you're gonna get this again you know what i mean so yeah it's really wild that we're doing this and i hope uh i mean i feel like it's a very special offering and from a fan perspective I'm like oh this could be really special and, and i'm excited to you know the two of us doing what we do best and determining who is the best or whatever the you know the thing is i'm excited and to have it in a cage match it signifies so many things because we were not able to do it and it's full circle for us and the crazy thing is it's in pittsburgh um Me and Becky interacted for the very first time in Pittsburgh when I was doing my thing. No one even remembers this, but in 2019, when I was working with Charlotte, Becky and I was Becky and Charlotte versus me and Natty for a Raw match. And that was my first Raw match since 2011 at that point. So like to come back into Pittsburgh, it's like, there's just like everything just feels like the universe, like this is the moment. And it wasn't supposed to be SummerSlam, I guess. Maybe this was it, you know? And uh, I just hope the Pittsburgh crowd is ready because we're going to bring it. (laughs)
0: I wanted to ask, because you talked about the, the you know, this is a once-in-a-lifetime type of thing, and fans were very invested in it to the point where they were tweeting at Triple H and very angry about yeah. the match being being quote-unquote cut from SummerSlam, and it was never officially announced. For you, did, did you want that match to take place on, on SummerSlam, or were you okay with the fact that there was kind of a longer plan for it?
1: Um, so I think the timeline was... Uh, it would have been the perfect place for it to culminate. The the feud was red. You know, you want to hit when the peak is there. So, of course, peak-wise, like, I feel like the promo we had last week, the week before SummerSlam would have hit, and people were like, Mm -hmm. shit, let's go, you know? Um, But, like, again, I'm – and I've been this my whole career, and I know, you know, there's the whole making lemonade out of thing. I've been like – mine – back in our day, we said making chicken salad and chicken shit is what we did back in the day. But um, (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm like, whatever. And like, there's, there's different dynamics. Do I want to have my blow off match, uh, the eight minutes, uh, in this crazy big card, or can we have a focused longer match with a cage match? And it's going to sacrifice maybe the timing and the timing might be off by the time we get there for sure. But the ultimate goal, because you're not going to remember the the storyline, the steps, hopefully you're going to remember the blow, you know, the blow off match, the culmination. That's always what it comes down to. Right. And hopefully you'll yeah. remember like whoa, that's what got us to this point where these two are going to rip each other's faces off in this cage, you know? Um, so I just think it, um, it, it it, just definitely, the pros outweigh the cons in that case. And um, I guess if you go back, back to my old school way of doing things, I I will make the best of whatever I'm given. So like, you know, like back mm-hmm. in the day when we were starting to wrestle and then all of a sudden I was like, fit, what are we doing tonight? And he's like, well, we have a gravy bowl match. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Wow, I thought we were getting <laughs> away from this. And they're like, well, it's Thanksgiving and Americans love Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, well, if I'm doing a gravy bowl match, you're going to we're going to start off with you throwing me off the ramp and we'll get some holy shit chance and we'll go into it that way. So, you know, I was always about like, well, let's make the best of what we got. So in this case, same thing. All right. That's the timeline. Does it work better in some cases? Is it kind of against us in some cases? Sure. But um, at the end of the day, I don't care where it was going to be. I mean, it could have been a Rob match too. We were going we to we're going we're gonna to deliver. This memorable iconic moment that hopefully people remember, um, as like okay, that was worth the wait or the hiccups or the whatever to get to this point.
0: That's the right idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this, this feud in particular with Becky has been very, very intense, very, very spicy. And she spoke recently on the bump saying that she called you insecure, she said you're scared of time passing you by, she said that you don't want to be forgotten what is your response to that
1: well i i i said it to her on monday night i said you know she talked about uh, survival and legacy and i'm like well it's 23 years later bitch and i'm still standing here face to face with one of the best in the business so talk about survival and mm-hmm. uh and, and uh you know uh, so did i come back to um to remind people maybe you know what i mean like um and have i as much as i know like have i gone and done my best Have I put my body on the line have i invested my body, my time, my everything fully into the this feud, into what my performance is and delivering every second. I remember when I retired, uh, that was one of my lines. I said, I'll, like, like immediately after retirement, when my first match um, interviews was like, well, are you going to come back? I'm like, whoa, dude, I just I haven't been retired for like a minute yet. <laughs> but I did say, listen, I said at the end of the day, if I can still do what I could do back in the day, like as long as I can deliver hundred percent, like I'm going to do it. So um, I feel like, you know, we've been doing it we've been delivering and so um you know I'm not insecure I um I think it's a lot of it is about coming back and doing something something special and and right. and having you know like finding that unique opportunity where there's like this is a once in a lifetime thing that can happen right now let's do it let's bring that to the fans let's let's bring that interesting dynamic that can is you know very hard to get to uh because I don't think you'll ever see that especially from the females we're gonna have like you know something the, the best of one generation the best of another at that level facing off you know so um yeah so it's uh, i'm glad i came back I've been enjoying that journey and, and uh happy to conclude because i didn't plan on sipping lemonade for six months either my friend i got things <laughs> to <two>, do you, know? <laughs>
0: uh, you mentioned in- interesting dynamics another interesting dynamic of this feud has been the addition of zoe stark What's it been like working alongside Zoe, who was doing really great for herself in NXT, a lot of excitement for her when she came to the main roster, and then she gets immediately put next to a Hall of Famer.
1: Yeah, um, that's one of the best things about this run. Because at the end of the day, too, something I said is I want to be able to deliver 100%. Um, I also want to be able to not be here just selfishly, like, for me, I want to be here because I don't want to do this again, you know? I, I, it was always about a passing of a torch moment, like with Charlotte and I, that was like a, I remember, here's a torch, you know, there was like a passing of a torch moment. And so now to be aligned with, with, with Zoe, to me, it, it makes the work here that's been over the last little while more valuable. Like the work we do, like she we're constantly in touch. And I love that she's, I mean, she was great in NXT for top of her NXT, but she knows this is a whole different level. And she'll pick yeah. my brain and she'll check on this. And she'll ask about this little things like, is this shirt? Okay. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Uh, like little things that really make a difference at the end of the day, they really do. They all contribute all the little pieces add up to like the, 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 the overall picture. Um, so she's been amazing. Uh, I love being able to mentor her and be there. And, and, and then I love to like, when I leave, she's got what I've give, I can give her what I've got and then she can do what she will with it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I I'm so pleased with it, and I think it added a little an extra, you know, dynamic to the story, which uh, was 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 great. And um, she's been great to work with. Yeah, so I'm excited, you know, she to me she's really she's the future. Um, so if I can have a little, you know, a touch in yet another generation, um, shit, that's amazing.
0: Absolutely, and pardon me for being rude. I should have started the interview this way. Thank you, Trish. Um, and if if. <laughs>
1: I I may not have accepted until I heard that first, actually, but you caught me (laughs) off (laughs) guard.
0: Or if I can say it in French, merci beaucoup, Trish. Ah, de rien. That means you're welcome. <laughs> oh, I know, I know, I know. I'm I'm pretty familiar with the French language. <laughs>
1: Are you okay? <laughs> Love yeah, that.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, so you've been calling yourself the goat throughout this this feud. Um, and in 2021, WWE listed you as the number one on the top 50 greatest WWE female superstars list. Now, if you look yeah. at the current crop of talent, who do you believe has true goat potential?
1: the current uh well i mean it's always stark for sure <laughs> number mm-hmm. 1 um um well i mean i you know i think when dakota kai comes back um, we're going to finally get to see what triple H Roberts Dakota Kai back for. Cause we know she's going to be a, a great contributor. Uh But it's just like, you're seeing the next generation, right? Like, like I said, to be in WrestleMania and watch Dakota work and watch EO sky work. Like she's champ right now. Shit. That's amazing. Who would have thunk that at this point, even when WrestleMania, well, did we know six months later she'd be champ? Probably not. Right. Um right. So to be there and witness it and watch it and then have a little part of it. And you know, it, it's been great. I mean, I, I love like I it's wild to me that I'm able to like I'm working with such the there's different generations right there's the Becky uh horsewoman generation then there's you know the NXT generation I guess you can call it right um so it's it's been wild and I love it and uh yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone will ever take the number one spot from me. So, um, <laughs> but uh, two, three and four five and and, and uh, the rest of the numbers are available. So, but yeah, no, I can definitely see it sort of like, you know, transitioning and turning over to some of the, uh, the NXT, like to that generation because these girls are really like showing up, especially like, you know, you've seen Zoe Stark in the ring. It's like, boom, it's just a matter of like getting her to performance wise. It's a little different than performing NXT level to, to Raw level. But um, if you notice a difference from like her first promo to second promo, that just took a little bit of like, because I had people in my head, I had people literally going through it with me, um, and getting me to where I need to be or, or like, you know, just, uh, hey, say it like this. And, and and you know, just little things that you don't think about, or you don't need to know back in, in, in NXT. Um, and so yeah, so it's been fun to like, kind of, you know, bring it bring that in. And, and yeah, she'll probably end up in that list. But I'm not giving up number one, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't either so i feel you <laughs> i want to talk about canada for a little bit you're a proud canadian um you, you know you talked about it at the beginning of our conversation if you had to make a list of the top five greatest canadian wrestlers of all time who would be on that list
1: Ooh, wow okay um i mean we're gonna go with Bret Hart for sure uh we'll start mm-hmm. there owen jericho i don't know i'm gonna name every canadian right now adam of course <laughs> Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I mean, I, honestly, every one of them, I, it, it, you know, it's just, uh, God, there's something in the water, right? Like Natty, you know what I mean? Like she goes in the ring and people like, I think people underestimate how damn good she is. She's so solid. She's, and amazing. she's been delivering consistently for so many years. I mean, you know, believe me, we've talked about it too. We're like, oh, uh, let's figure out who the goat of Canada is. That's a neat little side, uh, you know, mm-hmm. angle there maybe, right? Um, yeah. It's just, uh, honestly, everyone is so great and I, I think it'd be hard to really, rank them in order so like in no particular order all those guys you know like um i, I mean and you you know it, it, you see the star power i mean being in canada is super cool it's just such a unique thing you can see uh Sami zane and, and kevin owens delivering like they did in uh you know last week was just wild to watch them and yeah. the crowd just it's so cool you know I mean even me like I had to I had to turn that crowd like I was like they were I mean I did I did in a little but I was doing that all weekend you know at the live events I got a chance to work at the live events and I was like yeah we're not gonna we don't want to boo me do we <laughs> so I'm gonna make you <laughs> boo me let's <laughs> who on could boo true you know?
0: stratus? like who, who who could boo you
1: well I got Kovac City too didn't
0: I <laughs> yeah you did you did <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah uh, you know, everyone's everyone's turnable.
0: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Just just goes to show how great of a character you are. <laughs>
1: ah, thank you.
0: Merci beaucoup. <laughs> De rien. Um, sticking with Canada. Last Friday for um Edge's uh 25th anniversary episode, Beth Phoenix spoke about how she couldn't wait to take her kids to go get some ketchup chips. Now, what is your go-to snack in Toronto or just Canada at large?
1: Um, so I would say ketchup chips is for sure one of them and mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure all dressed is not a u.s right they don't you guys don't have all dressed chips
0: i i don't think so
1: yeah all dressed chips are I'm a, i love chips all dressed, all dressed <laughs> chips are great um but also there's a different quality of chocolate up here i feel like you know mm. like everything's a little different but um there's a you know we, i just had a discussion with my kids today about um smarties and you guys have this those those you know, do you know, the difference The Canadian Smarties are like chocolate candy covered chocolates, little.
0: I, yeah. I do not. I do it's not. But but, but, but but I'm actually coming up to Toronto uh, for Drake's concert in October. So I'll have to try them out.
1: Ah, my boy, Drake. Excellent. Well, yeah, you'll have <laughs> to come and get some Smarties, some all dress chips. And you know, everyone says, oh, and do a Timmy's run. I'm not really, I'm not necessarily on board with the Timmy's. It's to me, it's you know, it's okay right it's okay mm-hmm. but um you know I guess if you're a donut fanatic sure but um yeah I mean I just love these little differences and uh I just I don't know I think I, it's funny even like getting McDonald's in Canada versus Can- the U.S. there's just different tastes it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. see, you know
0: <laughs> yeah that was definitely one of the wildest parts um when I traveled to Europe I tried McDonald's out there and I was like this is so much better oh my god like <laughs>
1: oh this is real beef fantastic like I know something yeah. different right there's Everything about Europe is woo, different. It's great. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think one thing that I can say about you, Trish, is beyond being an icon in the ring is you've you become a pop. Well, not become. You are a pop culture icon. You're someone who, when people talk about wrestling, you're definitely one of the first names that come up just because of the the, the aura that you portrayed on screen. And um, with with being transcendent comes a relationship with hip hop. We know Little Kim did your theme song, which is still a banger to this day. Um, But we also saw you and Cardi B fangirl over one of uh, one another over Twitter. Now, people have wanted Cardi B to come to the WWE for years. If you two were to ever team together, what would your tag team finisher be?
1: Oh, my God, let's see. Uh, I guess it would be B stratified, right? That's what we call it. Like um that. how we would do it and what we would do i'm not sure i i'm picturing something maybe i would go to like rikishi's playbook you know what i'm saying i want to say that oh. um <laughs> to steal a little something using the uh you know assets so to speak uh-huh. you know uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i think b with a b obviously stratified i think that would be super cool I, I, we talked about that i made a joke saying like um uh like as a heel you know like i i talk about how Lil kim's gonna you know my song will be presented live but then i bring out cardi b to present it to, to play Ooh. it right and then i start like because i'm a heel right so now like you know then i start some heat on the yeah in that whole type hip-hop world but anyway <laughs> but Cardi b that. is cool i mean it's cool to see like how much she like she knows it like she's like for real span you know and it's really cool
0: yeah I, I think if you two were to ever get in the ring together whether it's a segment or a match it would just blow the roof off of the arena
1: we need to remix my my song with Cardi B. Come on and remix my song and be like, whoa, that's Heel Trish now. You know, how cool would that be? <laughs> that would be
0: fire. <laughs> It'd be so Cardi, fire. call me.
1: Call me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: um, I I want to ask just about, and we've kind of touched on this a little bit with people who have a uh, go potential, but um, do you have any other superstars, uh, current women superstars that you would love to get into the ring with?
1: Oh, gosh. So many. <laughs> that was part of the appeal of this coming back was like, who knows who I can interact with? And, and you know, I don't know, you know, back in the day, I feel like there was a lot more, I don't know, I feel like nowadays, they really kind of, your feud is with these people, that's who you interact with, right? Whereas back in the day, yeah. I feel like we diversified a lot. We, we did like a lot of, and that was interesting, right? When you saw like a, a, Kane and I cross paths, or you saw like for no random reason, I'm tagging with like the Dudley, you know, whatever. Like it's just I just feel like it was more of a miss, you know. So I thought perhaps I'd have the chance to interact with a lot more different super size. Mind you again, I did not think this storyline would be six months in itself, right? Um, uh, which right. it's funny, like I just, just on a side note, speaking of a six-month-old or long storyline, it's funny that people are like, Oh, six months, right? But I'm like, really. Uh, when we leave this you'll remember like mickey james and i had six months of story and maybe it had a little bit more ebbs and flow and dips and story arcs and things like that uh which would make it but it's cool to have a i mean i know another superstar currently who female superstar who she said I'm so jealous that you have an actual story because sometimes there's just no story. You know what I mean? So right. um, anyway, I I, I I I went off track. What was I saying again? <laughs> so my point is, I think by now, um, I would have loved to have, inter- there's so many people, Bailey. I loved working with Bailey. I thought we had a lot, like a really fun and interesting thing, especially, and so we had a chance to only be baby uh, heel to each other. So two heels together would be interesting. Would uh, Trish Stratus crossing paths with uh, Charlotte uh, once again I, like considering where i'm at now in my uh character wise would be very interesting to me you know like uh who's the queen you know what i mean mm-hmm. um so you know there's just there's a lot bianca's oof i i don't know if i could touch her she is great but uh she, she's she's <laughs> she might kill me um but uh she's fantastic I, I she's always amazing to watch um but yeah i mean and like even you know when dakota and i even the little interaction we had at WrestleMania, I was like, oh, I like it. Sometimes you just work mm-hmm. with someone, you just like it. You like the way it feels, you feel an instant like match little je ne sais quoi um, between you mm-hmm. two. And that's, I, I definitely felt that with Dakota. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, who knows? Yeah, and Who knows what's next? Uh, perhaps we'll see some of these things where, or, or maybe we won't, who knows?
0: well as a yeah. as a selfish fan i would love to see you stick around but i, I know much like you're doing right now you've, you've, you've got to be a mom you've got to do a bunch of things yoga all that good stuff so um again i i, I do want to say thank you trish for coming back and giving us this great entertainment and also thank you for this interview it's been amazing to to speak with you as a lifelong wrestling fan
1: Oh, I love that. Thank you. And I do, I, I really wanted to give you more time, so I'm glad we could work it out. I think it's neat to, one more thing to mention. It's cool to hear like, the fact that like you know and this is maybe just something going into the pay-per-view uh the unique thing of course of this of this matchup but I mean what was neat was doing an autograph signing in the midst of this and and signing the the dad's thing right the kids there and he's like it's wild I grew up watching you and now my son's growing up watching you and I think that's so cool and like holy shit like who would have thunk in 2023 you can go I've read that in tweets like man I can't believe I'm gonna see Trish Rada's live you know it's it's and sometimes I'm like I can't believe I'm performing like I actually do, <laughs> you know, uh, it's wild. So I, I, it's cool that you like, you know, you've been along for my whole journey and then now at this point we're talking about it as well. So, but let me ask you one more question. we can going to turn it back to you before I leave. Sure. Who would you like to see Trish Stratus uh, interact with?
0: Oof. I mean, she's, she's not wrestling right now due to injury, but um, seeing that how that tag team title match finished and Liv getting that roll up on you. I do think oh. there's something there. With you and Liv, I think that would be fire.
1: Yeah, I never, I, di- I didn't even go there. Cause yeah, cause, you know what happens? Out of sight, out of mind, right? Like this, but uh, yeah, she's, she's fantastic. She's actually really great. She, I love her. I'm a big fan of her work. Yeah. Or, or you know what I loved? Raquel and I, the, to me, I was like, oof. oof. I said to her after I go, yeah, right. I said, girl, if I was a baby face and you like d- that, is my shit right there. Like that is mm-hmm. that is my underdog, like coming from behind. Like that's that's my that's my that's my game plan. You know, that's what I've done my whole career. Yeah. It's really clicks for me, you know. So to do that with her would be super cool. Or even, you know, Rhea, uh, I said that to her. I'm like, girl, the way the, the way I would bump for you is what I said to her. <laughs> she goes, oh, please. She goes, please. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, she, she has a I don't know, eight time champ sounds cool too, you no? Know?
0: absolutely hey <laughs> let's speak it into existence
1: it has a good yeah let's put it out there universe go run with it <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely well thank you again so much for your time trish it's just amazing speaking with you and um yeah i'm really looking forward to the payback match
1: me too i hope you i hope i stratify you
0: oh you did <laughs> and you have thank you thank already
1: you already done i already stratified <laughs> you before the match i hope you be stratified. there another thing we're putting out. <laughs>
0: there you go <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what you can that's your that's your um that's your your headline it'd be like trish stratus wants you to be stratified and we'll just put it out there and then cardi b will hook up from that and we'll see how that goes right
0: sounds like you should be a journalist if uh, next time you step away i don't know <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh you know i do i mirror wear many hats my friend <laughs> of
0: course <laughs>
1: all right thank you so much i appreciate your time
0: thank you so fun talking to you have a, have a good one
1: you too take care